0: What a wonderful, wonderful day Day I will never forget After I wandered in darkness away Jesus, my Saviour, Amen Oh, what a tender, compassionate friend He met the need of my heart. Shadows dispelling with joy I am telling. He made all the darkness depart. Heaven came down. life from above into God's family divine. Justify fully through Calvary's love. Oh, what a stand is mine. And the transaction so quickly was made when as a sinner I came. Of the offer of oh, grace, he they profile, he saved me. Oh, praise is name. Heaven came down and glory filled my soul. Filled my soul. When at the cross, the Savior made me.
1: so much for once again allowing us together, father and to study your word to hear your word pray father i do like to help us as we live our lives father i be you to have a heart of forgiveness and we uh, continue to uh, love one another father
0: and and be able to forgive each each other when we fall thank you for the example jesus showed on the cross father and asking for the forgiveness
1: of those who crucified him. Thank you for the love that he showed even to his enemies. May I pray that you to help us that we'll be able to emulate that within ourselves. It's what I pray in Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. Uh, good evening, all my lovely viewers. Uh, once again, um, this is your brother Paul Orphan. You know, coming to your life. From my own Facebook page, and also some are going to take me, uh, watch me on YouTube, and also an audio form, Radio Republic. Some are going to take me from Radio Republic. So, if you have joined me, thank you so much for doing that, and God bless you that you always, you know, follow me. Whenever you find me um, on your screens, how are you doing? I know today being the Sunday, uh, most of you have been to church to worship God Almighty, the creator of our universe. We also attended church services and we had a brilliant lesson from our preacher today. And I think probably in future we'll talk about that, but for today we're going to continue with what we started last week, and the topic is uh, anger and forgiveness, and we hope to finish uh, this, uh, you know, today. So this is the English version, which is the part two. Um, Last week. We say that feeling angry is normal, but prolonging anger is abnormal and dangerous because it leads to hate, resentment, and bitterness against someone. And this is what makes you sin. I mean, everybody can be angry. Sometimes I can also be angry of myself. If my children do something that is not right, I can be angry. This is normal, that is how God created us. But to prolong anger and to do nasty thing is where it leads you to sin. Now today, we're going to talk about the signs of unforgiving heart. The signs of unforgiving heart. You see, number one, how would you know that somebody has not forgiven you if the person claimed that you wronged him or somebody has not forgiven you know fellow man if you think that person has wronged him now the first one is this has effect okay unforgiving heart has effect on the person's demeanor right when I say demeanor is the way you walk the way you talk your facial expression and your whole body language gives you out if you have somebody in your heart whom you have not forgiven if you have any ill feeling if you have bitterness against someone it has you know impact on your demeanor the way you talk the way you walk your facial expression as soon as you hear the person's name you can see the way you behave you behave it's all affects your demeanor. Point number two, the person who has not you know forgiven uh the other party or the person who is angry and have all this bitterness in his heart against someone. You see that sometimes when he's trying to copy the other person, he distorts whatever the person says, he misinform other people about whatever the person put out and sometimes too. You know, alters the, you know, the message of what is opening And this is, you know, a very common practice among the politicians. But sometimes you find some individuals calling themselves Christians doing the same thing. They hurt your brother deep down in their heart to the extent that when they're trying to copy the brother, they always distort the brother's message or misinform other people. Or even trying to you know alter uh, the, the message of that person. Look at the politicians. When the opponent does something, you'll come and put the headlines there and always trying to distort whatever the opponent said. It might be not right, but that is what politicians do. But when somebody has you at heart, that is so ill, you can see that the same thing also happened point number 3 is such people speak about their opponent with hate and disgust they always damage their repeti- uh, 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 repetition uh, repetition uh, what do you call it uh, reputations of other people destroying your character you understand because they don't like you because they hate you they will do Anything to destroy your reputation or your character. You understand? And even tell other people not to associate with you because they disgust you. They don't like you. And this is what people do when they have hate in their heart against you and they don't want to forgive. Please, last week I advised that if people are putting things about their opponents or their brothers who is very disgust or uh, things that destroy their fellow men. Please don't share them. We see that on social media and sometimes on WhatsApp platforms and people are sharing, you know, informations that other, uh, you know, people destroying their fellow men and people are passing it on. I advise that you shouldn't share it. And I quoted a quotation from Romans chapter 1, verse 32 that, if you do that, it means you approve of them to destroy their fellow men by sharing these messages. And remember, if God finds them, you know, these people uh, uh, wrong, then you also you are a corporate. So you have to be very careful what you send to people. If people are destroying their brothers, please don't share them. If you have the opportunity, you should advise those people to start uh, to stop that uh, negative things they are you know uh, saying about your brothers now point number 4 when you have not forgiven your brother or your fellow man what happens is it has physical effect on your health your own health I'm very very angry you see and i have this kind of bitterness and hate in my heart The effect is that you will have, you know, the effect on you will either be one of the following, okay? And studies have shown that the effect of anger include high blood pressure, which we call the hypertension. Sometimes you get tummy upset by hearing your opponent's name, hearing the person you hate if you see him coming, or just hearing it, you'll start getting all this kind of, uh, tummy upset. Why? Because you cannot forgive. You understand. And sometimes too, you get chest tightness. You can also get increased and rapid heart, you know, heartbeat. And sometimes people get headaches because they are, you know, uh, storing or hoarding. All these kind of bad things against their brothers in their head, So they start to get headaches. Why do you do that? Why don't you forgive? And that is why Jesus said you have to forgive your brothers. Because Jesus himself, he created us and he knows the effect of unforgiving heart on your health. Now studies have shown that, you see, the brain of an unforgiving person releases some chemicals called dopamine. And 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 dolphin. These are chemicals that the brain releases, okay? And these chemicals cloud your judgment and can lead you to a terrifying consequences. They also can make an individual feel as if they are on top of the world. So you can't stop them when they are angry. When they are mad at people, there's nothing you tell them. They will stop. They will not stop. Because they are being controlled by all these chemicals. You understand? And these can make the the individual to feel as if they are on top of the world. So, no go. They don't listen to anyone. Therefore, expressing uncontrollable anger can also bring a great you know, satisfaction for them. When they are angry and they are tense and do all the things that they want to do, then they calm down. So these are some of what the physical effect you will get if you cannot forgive your brother who you think has sinned against you. You will have all these negative effects on your body. Now, what about your spiritual effect? I'm talking about spiritual effects for those who call themselves Christians. If you are a Christian and you cannot forgive your brother when he sinned against you, it has impact on your spirituality. Anger, bitterness, envy, jealousy, hatred. All these negative characters or characteristics are born out of unforgiving heart. If you cannot forgive your brother, you have this bitterness, you have this anger, you have this envy, jealousy, and hatred in your heart. This affects your relationship with God. So if you say you call yourself a spiritual medic Christian, know that harboring this, my lace in your heart against your brother, you sever your relationship with your God. And this is why the Apostle Paul says, Let all bitterness and wrath and anger and clamor and slander be put away from you, along with all malice, and be kind to one another, tender hearted, forgiving one another as God in Christ forgave. You understand? Last week we read this and I'm quoting this again. Now, according to Jesus in Matthew chapter 5, verse 23 to 24, we read it earlier on last week and I want to, you to be mindful of this that our worship and sacrifices will not be accepted by God if we bear grudges against our fellow men and you don't want to, you know, forgive. Do you know what Jesus said? If you are going to offer your sacrifice or give something to God, and then you remember that you have something or your brother has something against you. Jesus said, leave all your sacrifices somewhere. Leave it there and go and reconcile with your brother before you come and offer that. You cannot use a heart that feels bitter against your brother to sing praises to Almighty God. You cannot use a heart that is full of anger. Okay? To praise God. No. No. So, that is a spiritual effect that it has on you if you cannot forgive. Okay? Let's talk about the psychological effect on your person. Psychological effect. That is the hurt you cause yourself because you cannot forgive your brother or your fellow man who has wronged you. Now, the first thing I'll talk about is borrowed anger. When we say borrowed anger, okay, this is a situation where because I'm angry with you, I'm also angry with anything surrounding you, okay, your family, where you attended school. It doesn't matter, even your work colleague. Having hear that, this is your friend. He also get part. okay. My anger is towards that people too. We call it we call it borrowed anger. This affects the relations of the person you are denying forgiveness. So you don't want to forgive the person. So you hate everything surrounding that uh, person. People who are not part of your dispute may be affected by your hate and anger. You see, because you bear grudges against a head of maybe institution, All the students who pass through that institution, when you see them, they become your target Where where were you trained? Where did you go to school? This institution, oh, these people are the same Because he doesn't like probably the institution or the head, uh, the master of that institution So, uh, he's borrowed that anger on some people, you understand? So, this is not good you hate a person everything about him also become what your target psychological effect of a person who cannot you know forgive how it has you know the impact on him okay number two is stress you become so stressful when you hate somebody in your heart when you don't like somebody okay when you have bitterness in your heart against somebody you become stressful. And this stress can lead to various health issues such as hypertension, palpitations, and depressive illness. If you cannot forgive your brother, you have all these kind of stresses on you. And it affects you. Some people have developed high blood pressure because of the hatred they have in their heart for other people. Remember... That when you're angry, your brain produces certain chemicals which control you. So you don't know what you're doing. Remember. And all these kind of uh, uh, the, the chemicals, we call them, uh, what do you call it? Uh, these chemi- I don't want to use some medical terms that you, you will not know. So I'm trying to bring this and uh, lower down for you to understand. Okay. These kind of chemicals take control over your body. So even when people talk to you, you don't want to listen. You want to because you, you get delight from what you are doing. But these are all psychological effects. Affect you. Point number three. Your heart is full of bitterness. When people, for instance, uh, the person you hurt is mentioned. okay? Or you see, there's anxiety and irritability. And these are all common symptoms that we have uh, on those who cannot what, forgive. Okay, point number four. They also, especially those who are Christians and they hate their brothers, they are always in a state of denial. They deny, oh, I don't hate me. I don't hate me. I know God said we should not. I don't, I, I don't, I, I'm, I, you know, I don't hate him. I don't have any bitterness against him. This is called a state of being in denial. But what you don't know is, all this is shown on you. It has impact on your demeanor. The way you talk, whenever you are talking about that person, your facial expression, your voice, everything tells those who are hearing you that you have that kind of bitterness and hate against your brother. You understand? So, they always are in a state of denial, trying to say that it's not true because... He knows that it's damaging to him as a person, calling himself a Christian or a fellow brother. You understand? And point number five is the impact on your personality. Probably you are somebody you are respected in society. As soon as you have that kind of hate and bitterness in your heart against somebody, because you cannot control yourself, you don't know the way you talk, talking about these people, this has impact on your personality. Understand, though you may deny that you are angry or you have this hate of resentment against these people, people who listen to you or see what you are doing, they see them in your character, your actions, and also your body language and your speech as well. So it's better you forgive and try to get rid of all this kind of bitterness and hate in your heart because it has impact on you. That is why God said, forgive as he himself has forgiven you. Now, we're still discussing the signs of unforgiving heart. Now, you see, in one of the teachings of our Lord Jesus Christ about forgiveness, Jesus gave a nice parable, okay, following the question that Peter, one of the apostles, asked him. And the question was, Lord, how often will my brother sin against me And I have to forgive him. As often as seven times, the Lord replied him, No, I do not say to you seven times, but seventy, seven times. So you have seventy, you multiply it by seven. It gives you 490 times that a person sinned against you, then you forgive. So what is Jesus talking about? And last week I said, who can wrong you 490 times and each time you have to forgive? This is not practicable. So what Jesus is trying to say is, when somebody wrongs you, forgive the person. You will be free. We're going to talk about the benefit of forgiving someone. You will know it. You understand? So this is the parable Jesus said here. Now, he told a parable about a servant who owed 10,000 denarii. Now when I say denarii, this is the old currency for the Jews. We don't use it in the system anymore. But let me change change this denarii to pounds. So say he owned uh, his master 10,000 pounds. And when he could not pay this money, the master decided to sell him and everything that he had to settle this debt but the servant pleaded for mercy he pleaded for mercy so if you continue the reading okay if you continue the reading we are reading Matthew chapter 8 in verse 21 to 35 so the servant fell on his knees imploring him begging him have patience with me and i will pay you everything and out of the pity, listen, when he said that, out of the pity for him, the master of, his, of this servant released him and forgave him all his death. Hallelujah. So the master said, you don't need to beg me. I've forgiven you. All these 10,000 pounds, free of charge, go free. Do you know? You know, one of the funny things that when you read, uh, you continue to read, you meet that. When that same servant went out after he has been forgiven of these ten thousand pounds, he found one of his fellow servants who owed him one hundred pounds. Listen, he owed ten thousand pounds. The whole ten thousand pounds, you know, have been struck off. Is being forgiven. But then he met a colleague, servant, who owed him 100 pounds. He begged, uh, when he saw this man, the scripture says, he seized the man, okay? And then he began to choke him, saying, you need to pay me today. Now, I don't want to talk much. If you want to know what happened you continue to read Matthew chapter 18, verse 21 to 35. And this matter got back to the master, and the master was so furious. What heart are you using? Look at the amount of debt that you owe me, and I have forgiven you all this debt. And then you, somebody, your friend, owed you just £100, and now you want to kill him. And for that matter, the master called him back and said, Now, I need my money. And then he put him to prison. You see, here Jesus said this story to tell you that if your huge death of sin, God has forgiven you, why can't you forgive your brother, your fellow man who wronged you? So, My brothers, especially those who are Christians, listen to me. Unforgiving heart has effect on your person and also your spirituality. Your spiritual relationship with God, it has effect on him. Now, let's talk about the benefits of a forgiving heart. When you forgive, what's the benefit from that? The first thing is, because there's a relationship problem between you and God because you have not forgiven your brother. Now, God is going to forgive your sins because you have forgiven others. When you release out all this kind of hate, anger, and resentment, and bitterness that you have about your brother, God also forgives you. Do you know what? Jesus said in Matthew chapter 6, if you cannot forgive those who wrong you, your heavenly father will not also forgive you. So now that, sorry, you have forgiven them, God will also forgive you. Remember what Jesus said in Matthew chapter 25 verse 40. And I quote, he said, And the king will say, I tell you the truth, when you did it to one of the least of these, my brothers and sisters, you were doing it to me. When you forgive your brother who wronged you, Jesus said, You were doing it for me. And for that matter, if you wrong me, you sin against me, I will also forgive you. Now we're talking about the benefits of forgiving heart. If you forgive your brother, the benefit that you get, you see, a relief from your physical, psychological, and the spiritual stresses. We have also identified that when you are, ang- you are angry, when you have the hate and bitterness in your heart, it has this kind of uh, physical impact on you, physical illness, psychological illness, right? And also, the spiritual stresses, all these combined, you are, you know, carrying them. But as soon as you have a heart to forgive, all these kind of stresses are relieved from you. What a relief of sire. Hmm, God, thank you so much. This is what you gain by forgiving others. Now, point number three is, now you build up your spiritual relationship with God. Matthew chapter 5, verse 24. Go and reconcile with your brother. Then you come and offer me your sacrifice. That's all God said. So if you have not forgiven your brother, God will never accept your gift. You understand? God will never accept your praise. Stop taking your supper because you are not recognized. You have this bitterness, hate, and resentment in your heart against your brother. But when you release all these away and you forgive your brother, you build your relationship again with the Almighty God. What a relief. Let's talk about the signs of total forgiveness and then we end it today. Signs of total forgiveness. What are the signs that you see to see that oh the forgiveness has taken place? You understand? Sometimes people say, oh, I don't have anything against him. i have forgiven him. But after that, when you see this opponent coming from the right, he will turn left. It means you have not forgiven. When you go to church and your sister is sitting on this pew, you will go to that. Or the sister sit there, then you get up. But then you have said you have forgiven the person. You see, it all control you and you don't know it. My brothers and sisters, it's not only by the words of, by what do you call it, uh, words of math, that forgiveness takes place. God doesn't look at what you say, doesn't listen to what you say, but He look at the heart, because that is where all these bitterness, hate, and resentment are stored. So you look into your heart, but what are the signs of a total forgiveness? Now we give you an example, go back to Genesis chapter 50, or first chapter, Genesis chapter 33 verse 4. That is where we saw what? Uh, Esau and uh, what you call it, Jacob. Remember last week we said Jacob, you know, uh, impersonated his brother Esau and claimed all his blessings. And this caused great enmity between the two. So many years later, Esau was coming, Jacob knew it. So Jacob was ready that Esau was going to attack him. Okay? And was trying to make some compensations for all the wrong that he done him. But when uh, Esau saw his brother Jacob, what did you see? You read there, Genesis chapter 34 verse 33 verse 4. It says he, you know, hugged him and kissed him and both of them wept bitterly. You know, what a forgiveness. The brother was going to say, brother, I'm going to compensate you all this. you say, no, 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 I don't need anything. I have forgiven. This is a genuine forgiveness. Okay. And we also talk about Jacob and his brothers. Genesis chapter 50 verse 19 to 25. Uh, uh, sorry, uh, Joseph rather. Joseph and his brothers. You see, Joseph says something which is very, very sensitive. He said, you know, to you, you thought you are doing evil to me. But God had a plan for all of us. So I have forgiven you and I'll make sure that you are well to do in this land. That is genuine forgiveness. Brothers and sisters, that is what God wants us You understand. To forgive people. How many years are you going to be on this planet? Are you going to die with all this kind of bitterness resentment against people on you? now forgive and you'll be forgiven. you understand point number two is showing kindness to one another after forgiveness has taken place you see that you show kindness to yourselves so people will know that ah these people once upon a time they were enemies, but now. You see, they are exchanging kindness. And this shows that total forgiveness has taken place. It's not just a word of mouth that I've forgiven him. No, there should be something, okay, uh, 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 after all these forgiveness, you see, have taken place. There should be a sign. To And these are some of the signs I'm talking about. Right. Now, point number three is, the memory of the past does not trigger anger, hate, any longer. So you don't remember that uh, your brother did something to you uh, to cause any anger again or any hate again though I mean you forgive you cannot kick everything out of your mind you still remember but that memory of what's you know happened does not cause any you know stress to you again you don't have any that kind of anger again that shows that genuine forgiveness has taken place. And then lastly, the aftermath of forgiveness will determine whether genuine forgiveness has taken place or not. You understand? When people fight, and you see, I love children. Now, when Jesus said, if you want to go to heaven, you have to be like a child, he didn't say it, and he was not joking, right? He didn't say it, just for sake and sake. You have toddlers, uh-huh, three-year-old and a 4 year Old, you know playing together you see them fighting separate them give you five minutes you go and find these toddlers playing again and if you are uh, uh, the the parents if you don't take care you will fight over them but they will be sitting there playing and that is why jesus said you have to behave like little children they don't harbor malice the children don't harbor anger they don't harbor hate and bitterness from the other for the other but even though they will fight you see them once again playing together and that is why jesus said you have to be like them you know there are some individuals in the system no matter what you will do they will never forgive okay they can tell you oh, for this person i can never forgive that person now if somebody is like that towards you all you have to do Pray for that person, don't hate him in your heart at all. No, God knows your heart. If he cannot forgive and you think you have forgiven, that is all matters. you understand. To those of you who are loaded with anger, someone has said this and I, and I got it from internet. it's so nice and I want you to quote it for you. those of you who still have bitterness anger and hate for your brother. He said, forgive people in your life, even those who are not sorry for their actions, forgive them. Holding on to anger hurts you but not them. Do you understand? It's not them. If you continue to be angry and you put all this hate in your heart, it is you that suffer most. As soon as you hear a person's say, name, say something—I mean—you've you, got a convulsion, because you have this hate, resentment, bitterness in your heart, and that is why he's saying that holding on to anger, you hate yourself, but not those you—you know—you—you you hate them, right? And I, I like also this quotation from Shivi. I don't know who Shivi is. I got it from internet. He said that. No matter how good you are, there is always one person who hates you for no reason. Okay? There's nothing you can do. I, have, I don't know what I've done, but he hates me. And sometimes when he, somebody hates you and angry at you, it means you have something probably that person they don't have and they envy. That That, that is the hate. You understand? Now, my brothers and sisters, I want to come to the conclusion. But I want you to know that to err is human, to forgive divine. Let us not only make this our mantra, but let us practice this. James, the apostle, says in James chapter one verse twenty-two: "But be the doers of the word, but not hearers only, deceiving yourselves." This is where I'm going to draw the curtain. If you get time, please visit the Church of Christ near you. Church of Christ is everywhere in the world. You can get these videos also on YouTube, Facebook, uh, Spotify, that's audio version, Radio Republic. And also you'll find them uh, on other social media handles. I want you to share this message to everybody you know because... Having this kind of anger, hate, and bitterness against your brother, you are harming yourself. And God bless you that you always listen to me. Once again, I am your brother, Paul. Peace be with you.